the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pastor John Allworth. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. We've got a little bit of a challenge today. This is Pastor John Allworth, and uh, I had a family on row. Long story, won't get into it, but I am in my car uh, where I have to pick her up. She's eight years old, and uh, in, in any event, I've got to pick her up. So I hope that uh, this transmission is coming through clear. I wanted to spend some time with you today because I think the recovery uh, aspect of Christianity is is so often overlooked because, in my view, the Bible is a book about recovery. You say, well, I'm not addicted to drugs. I never have been. I'm not addicted to alcohol. But we're all recovering from something. We're all recovering from something. And the Bible is a book that describes uh, how we can recover, how we should live, and, and, and how we can recover from whatever it is that we're facing, whether it's anger or depression or anxiety. And, of course, whether it's drugs or alcohol or any of those kinds of things, that the enemy has us in bondage. Uh, so I am in my car, and uh, hopefully this sounds pretty good. Let's let's go into prayer. Father God, uh, we just come to you, and we're so grateful for you're so incredible uh, for this technology that we have. Uh, it's just uh, you, you are so marvelous. You are so wonderful. You are such a good God. And we are so thankful for the miracles that we see in the recovery community. We're so thankful for for all the people that you're going to deliver from bondage, that you've already delivered from bondage. We're so thankful to be able to work in your kingdom. We're so thankful for your grace and, and for your forgiveness, and most of all, for your love, Father. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, my producer, who's just a wonderful uh, lady who I enjoy working with very good, very much, uh, and is such a professional and and uh, it's just a joy to, to work with her. She tells me that the levels are fine, that the noise, the, the, my voice sounds as good as my voice can sound. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. We've got a guy at our church who's got a, ra- who's got a true radio voice, and his voice sounds incredible. But uh, you know what? God is good. God is good. So I'm going to talk to you today. We were going to get back to our, our interview uh, process. We like to bring people from around the, com- the community 
Uh, there are so many people doing wonderful kingdom work, like our, my friends over at the Open Door Mission that we'll talk about a little more uh, here in a little bit. My my friend, uh, Pastor Boyd Harrell at Cool Ministries, I was over there Monday. Uh, the people uh, the, at Project Hope, uh, the people at uh, Heals for Halos. There are so many wonderful ministries uh, that you can get involved in in this town. And so we like to bring people uh, onto this show to, to give hope. Because you may not be struggling with something right now, but... But I guarantee you know someone who is. We've all been touched by this pandemic known as addiction, and we've all been touched by difficult things. We go through seasons. Uh, sometimes God puts us through things uh, to, to strengthen our faith. He also puts us through things so that we have a testimony, so that we can help other people to show how good God is. You know, I'm going to preach this Sunday at our church, and the name of my sermon is going to be, His Name is Victory. And we see that victory across this community. So we like to bring people to you that, that can give you hope and, and that, so that you know where resources are uh, around this community to, to get over whatever the enemy's got you in bondage for. But we couldn't, uh, again, begin that because I had to be on the road. Uh, talk today about uh, the process of recovery. Uh, I'm going to talk today about uh, what we need to do. Uh, can you hear me now, Sharon? Okay, very good. We're having technological difficulties, but God is good. So I was talking to somebody the other day, and they had just come out of rehab. And uh, I was talking about how they were doing, and they were doing well. And uh, God had, had done some good work in their life. Uh, but they didn't have a sponsor. And, you know, there are some basics about recovery, particularly if you're recovering from addiction, that are critical. And whether or not you're, you're in, in rehab, thinking about going into rehab, want to try to get sober without going into rehab, want to go to a 12-step program, AA, whatever kind of community you want to go to, it's critical that you get a sponsor. It's critical, in my view, that you get a, a spiritual mentor. Sometimes that person can be the same person, but quite often it's somebody different because there's, there's secular recovery and there's faith-based recovery. And, and to me, both are powerful, both are necessary, and the secular recovery can, can help you get sober and can help you work through a lot of things in your life. And the faith-based recovery can then can establish a relationship with Jesus Christ, an intimate relationship that takes you into a supernatural, supercharged recovery, and that's where I want everybody to go. So in our ministry, which is called Break Every Chain, uh, we meet on Friday nights at 901 Wilson Road in Humble uh, at New Covenant Church. Uh, we see ourselves as a bridge from that secular community to people who want to take it up another level. They don't just want to be sober, but want to do what God wants them to, for them, which is full restoration, fully restore them to health, fully restore them to a relationship with Jesus Christ where, where they can walk in victory. Again, my sermon this week is going to be, on Sunday, is going to be, His Name is Victory. And I, I believe that with all my heart. Uh, you know, we've got a program on Mondays called The Transformative Power of Christ, and because that's what we've, we've lived. Those of us who have embraced this recovery, have embraced the 12-step process, and then, more importantly, embraced a relationship with Jesus Christ, it, His power is transformative. It is incredible. And that's why I'm so excited to be working in, this, in the recovery area. Uh, because I see that God is still in the miracle business. He is so wonderful. He is so wonderful. So we've gone through, and um, I'm going to do a couple of things today. I'm going to go through the 12 steps 
that as we have rewritten them to acknowledge Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So I'm going to go through and I'm going to read those 12 steps, and I want you to get those down into, into your heart. Because those 12 steps are a process that is indeed magical. A lot of people say, well, what do the 12 steps have to do with Jesus? They have everything to do with Jesus. These 12 steps are a biblical origin, and, uh, and they are powerful. And the reason they're powerful is because they employ biblical principles. If they didn't employ biblical principles, they wouldn't have power. When we start this song at the beginning of this program, there is power in the name of Jesus. And, and so these 12 steps, they've been called, I, I saw a, a recap of, of the greatest things, inventions, of the greatest developments of the 20th century, uh, the years 1900 through 1999. And on that list was the development of the 12 steps. Uh, they started with a, with a group called the Oxford Group, which is a Christian group, and a lot of people in the faith-based community don't understand that, uh, particularly because of the way they've been written. So we've written them to fully acknowledge Christ, and I'm going to go through those. And then I'm going to go through a book that I came across, uh, and not all the way through the book. It's a, it's a program uh, uh, called Steps, Gospel-Centered Recovery. And they make a commentary, which I'm going to go through, on each of the 12 steps, which I think is incredibly powerful. Because you see, these 12 steps... Of course, they're important for people that are that are addicted to alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, to work through these steps. But they're also something that can be used in every single person's life. I don't care if you've never had an addictive tendency, uh, addicted to anything in your entire life. If you've gone through any trial or tribulation, and Jesus told us, he said, I give you peace. I do not give you as the world gives. I have overcome the world. If you have lived on this earth for any amount of time whatsoever, then you've gone through some sort of trial and tribulation, the loss of a loved one, a period of depression, a period of anger, a period of uncertainty, where you just didn't know what your purpose in life is. These 12 steps could be a powerful tool. The other thing I really enjoy and appreciate about the 12 steps is that we see this over and over again. We see people come into recovery that don't have a relationship with Jesus, aren't sure if they believe in God or they have a token belief in God. And they work through these 12 steps, and it's truly a spiritual awakening, and it connects them with Jesus Christ because they see the power of Jesus through these steps. So, I, you know, I'm so excited about it. Now, next week, we will get back to our, our interview process. I've got a wonderful guest lined up, and uh, we'll get back to interviewing people around the community who are doing wonderful work. And this does a couple of things as we do that. It allows you to have hope if you're struggling. It allows you to have hope. If you've got a, a daughter, a son, a parent, a coworker that you know needs help, it, it provides you a place to look. And then if, if your walk is really strong and you're doing great, you, you don't, you're not in bondage, it gives you a place to give back and to help others, a place to volunteer your time, a place to find out. We've had people call. We've had prison ministries on, for example. And we've had people call and get connected with the prison ministries and volunteer time. Because, you know, of course, the, the gospel tells us that in Mark, uh, it tells us to preach the gospel to all creation. And in Matthew, of course, in the Great Commission, it says we're to make disciples of all nations and to, and to teach people to obey the commands that Jesus gave and to be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and, and the Holy Spirit. So that's our command as Christians. So not only if you listen to this program and you don't feel like you're in bondage, it gives you an outlet to help people that are, because that's, that's so, what's so wonderful about that is that's a hallmark of Christianity when we want to help other people. That's when we're really deep in our walk. Is, is, you know, Jesus said, what you do for the least of these is what you do for me. 
And, and then it's also a hallmark of recovery because that's when you really turn the corner in recovery. When your recovery gets strong, when you recognize that biblical principle and you start helping other people. And, and so that's, you know, the beauty of the recovery process is it mirrors the Christian walk. And, you know, again, his name is victory. And when we can get that down in our soul, when we can get that in our spirit, when we can get that in our bone marrow, when we understand, when we surrender to him, his name is victory, then life changes. It truly does. It transforms. And I am so grateful to Jesus for transforming my life because I didn't do it. He did. And he's so wonderful and so majestic. And so I just, I have a passion to shout that from the mountaintops. So, again, I'm going to preach this Sunday at our church at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. You might be able to tell, even sitting in my car, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about my relationship with Jesus. I'm excited about helping people deepen their walk. I'm excited about reaching and doing what Jesus said in Luke 19.10, the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. I'm excited about the opportunities we have as we come out of the pandemic and out of all this uncertainty to bring people into the kingdom of God because God wants no man to perish. And it's time. Today is the day of salvation. And we need to reach out into this community, and we can do it. I'm excited about it. I think our best days are ahead. Uh, so, you know, I was in a Bible study the other day, and a, a lady said that it looked like the book of Revelation was unfolding before our, our very eyes. And I know many people believe that. And I know that also life can end unexpectedly. I'm going to have to drive back to my home on 45. My goodness, uh, you know, that's <laughs> – anyway, I'm going to be careful, and I hope you all are being careful as you drive around. So let's do this. Let's go through these 12 steps, and then I want to read you – the very profound uh, observation that these guys, a, guy, a pastor named Matt Chandler and a guy named Michael Snitzer, they wrote this book, Steps, Gospel-Centered Recovery. I'm going to read uh, what they say about the, each of these 12 steps and what they mean. So we've read, written them, step one. Some of you may be familiar with the steps. The, the step in, in, in AA is we admit, admitted we were powerless. Uh, over our addictions and compulsive behaviors and that our lives had become unmanageable. Well, we wrote, rewrote that because I, I, I believe it, but in a very different way. And we say, we admit that without Christ as our Savior, we are powerless over our addictive or codependent behavior and that our life has become unmanageable. Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but on my own, yes, I am powerless. But when I give my life to him, that I'm not powerless. Without him, I'm powerless. So I'll, I'll go ahead and read their observation as I read each step. I think that'll, that'll make more sense. So they, they have a, 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 a subject matter called Redeemed Truth from Step 1, and they do this on every step, and a couple of them they combine. But their Redeemed Truth from Step 1 is man, in relationship to his creator, has fallen from a place of dignity, humility, and dependence to a state of depravity, pride, and rebellion. This has led to unfathomable suffering. Any attempts on our own to redeem ourselves are futile, only increasing the problem of independence and self-sufficiency. Any perceived success leads only to empty vanity. Apart from Christ, we are powerless to overcome sin, and our attempts to control it only increase our chaos. My goodness, is that not truth? When I was in the depths of my addiction, my life was chaos. And without inviting Jesus Christ, I, I tried and I quit drinking and, and other things on multiple occasions, but I always went back to it. As the Bible says, a dog returns to his vomit. Uh, this, what they say there is so true. But with Christ, we can overcome anything. 
whether it's pride that you're suffering from, anger, whatever it is. And when we think that we've did it and we don't give all the glory to God, then that just deepens our, 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 our problem. It just takes us deeper into the, the selfishness, the pride, the, the vanity, and it's just not true. It's only through a relationship with Jesus Christ that my, I became free. Christ offers us freedom, and that's a wonderful thing. Okay, so the secular step two, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. That's where a lot of people in the faith community get turned off by the steps because that power greater than ourselves, because we know what that power is. So we've rewritten the steps to say we come to believe that God, through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, can and will deliver us from the bondage of addiction and every plan, power, and work of the enemy. So there observation, redeemed truth from step two, is God lovingly intervened into our chaos, that's so true, and provided a remedy for the insanity of sin and the way back into fellowship with him. We believe that by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, we can be redeemed. Hallelujah. You know, if you can just get through these first three steps, if you're out there in bondage, you're struggling, if you can recognize the biblical absolute truth of these steps, you can become an overcomer. You can become an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. And that is a wonderful thing. Your life can change. Or your son's life who's struggling, your daughter's life, your parents' life. It can change. I guess I better hurry. By the way, I want to give tr credit to Pastor Boyd Harrell, who uh, I've amended a little bit of what he's done. But a lot of these, this work came from him of Cool Ministries. I also want to tell you about um, – time goes fast. I'm sorry. I also want to tell you about – uh, the Open Door Mission, which takes in addicted and homeless men and truly transforms their lives. Their number one principle is that Jesus saves, but it teaches them job skills. It teaches them how to use a computer, how to put together a resume. It, it uses cogn every tool in the toolbox, cognitive recovery, 12 steps, and they start every morning in church. It's a wonderful, wonderful program. And if, if you want to get in more information about it, you can, e you can email me at Pastor John. At, new, at NCC Greater Heights, I'm sorry, dot org. Pastor John, that's J-O-N, at NCC Greater Heights dot org. And I'll be happy to, to introduce you to Tommy Thompson over there and, and our, your loved one and get them into the program. It's a wonderful program. I also want to invite you to, to my church this Sunday. It's Sunday nights in the Heights. We meet every Sunday night in the Heights at 240 West 18th Street. We're a Bible-based, non-denominational, spirit-filled recovery church because everybody's recovering from something. We've got a small, close-knit, loving community. I'm going to give an encouraging message this Sunday. His name is Victory. We wanted to start out. We're a new church plant. We wanted to start out on Sunday nights to give people who, you know, maybe want to spend more time. There used to be a lot more Sunday night services who want to spend a little more time or maybe had to miss church that morning or maybe are looking for a church new to town. Uh, work in the morning and can't, haven't been able to make morning services for whatever reason. Join us Sunday nights in the Heights, 240 West 18th Street, right in the, in the heart of the Heights, 77008. Uh, we're a Bible-based, non-denominational, spirit-filled recovery church because everyone's recovering from something. I'd love to meet you. If you come into our church, it, you know, we've got something pretty exciting going on. We're small, but, but we're a close-knit community. Uh, we're a loving community, encouraging. You're not going to be judged. Plenty of room to spread out in our in our congregation. Uh, please join us this Sunday, Sunday nights in the Heights, 240 West 18th Street. All right. So, again, if you want to email me about my church, if you want to email me because 
you, you, somebody needs help, uh, I'll be happy to help. I'll be happy to pray for you. Whatever you need. Pastor John at NCC Greater Heights, that's N is in Nancy, C is in church, C is in church, greaterheights.org. Pastor John, J-O-N, at NCC org. Please email me. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to pray for you. Okay, so step three. We made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as, as you understand him. That's the uh, secular version, our version. We make a decision to invite Jesus Christ into our lives and crown him Lord of all with no reservations. We accept God's forgiveness in the person of Jesus Christ and become born again. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Of course, Jesus talks in the book of John about how important it is to become born again. So the redeemed truth from uh, these wonderful pastors who wrote this book is, through the Holy Spirit's illumination of our desperate and helpless condition before God, and from the hope that comes through the gospel of Jesus Christ, we step out in faith and repent as an act of worship and obedience, surrendering our will and entrusting our lives to Christ's care and control. We are reborn spiritually and rescued from the domain of darkness and brought into the kingdom of light where we now live as a part of Christ's ever-advancing kingdom. You know, I love that scripture in First in Peter where he wants to call us out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Those first three steps, those are critical. I've seen people, I've known people in my own family who died from their addictive problem, from the bondage they were in, and because they couldn't get past those first three steps. They couldn't admit that without Jesus Christ they were powerless. They couldn't admit, commit to, to giving him their everything to him, to surrendering their lives to Jesus Christ, because he will pull you out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Okay, step four. This is important. Secular version. We made a searching and fearless moral assessment of ourselves. Our version. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves and asked the Lord to show us what needs to be confessed Repented of, repented of, and forsaken in Jesus' name. Now, this step is really important because so many people in the steps that follow, and I'm not going to have time to go through all 12 today, but so many people get bogged down in shame and guilt. You have to understand his name is victory. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. He can and will forgive you. And you do not have to be bound by your shame and your guilt from what happened in the past. You need to be an overcomer. The enemy wants to keep you bound in shame and guilt. And this process of step fours, five, six, and seven is to search into your, yourself, find out what's the course, the, the trauma, uh, that you're suffering from and, and, and overcome it. Um, one second, please. I've got a, hey, I'm doing my radio show. I got three more minutes on the, I'm on air. Sorry about that. My niece is getting delivered. Um, not, not from bondage. She's getting physically delivered. Anyway, so to get past those steps is, is just such a, a critical, critical thing. So let's look at step five. And, and, uh, I'm sorry I got distracted. Step five, the, uh, secular version of it is we admitted before God, ourselves, and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Okay, that's critical. Doesn't the Bible tell us in James 5:16, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed? The earnest prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Yes, it is. 
So our our version of step five is we admit to our to God, to ourselves, and to another Christian believer the exact nature of our wrongs. Oh, it's so powerful. We in our ministry break every chain. We're going to meet this Friday. At, at 7 p.m., we meet every Friday at 7 p.m. at 901 Wilson Road in Humble, Texas at New Covenant Church. And, you know, we had such a powerful, powerful group session uh, last Friday. We, we all sat around. We separated into men's and women's groups, and we sat around that table, and we poured our lives. We talk about our victories, our challenges. I mean, it is really powerful. I'd love for you to join us at that ministry as well. So step five, and this is the last one I'm going to do. Uh, their redeemed truth from step five is, under the covering of God's grace, we step out in faith, leaving behind our old self-protective ways of covering sin and hiding from God. We prayerfully come into the light, confessing our sins before God and to one another so that we may be healed. You know, Jesus asked the paralyzed man, do you want to be healed? And I ask you that question right now. Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be better? Because if you do, there's a vaccine to this pandemic called addiction and his name is jesus christ um you know i'm just such a a it is such a delight to be able to come to you and talk to you about the miracles that god is still doing in our community and the miracles that i see in our member recovery work i want to invite you to my church new covenant church greater heights 6 p.m sunday nights in the heights 240 west 18th street 77008 We'd love to meet you. We'd love to worship with you. You know, we love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen.